You're listening to Being Jim Davis. Do you want heavy? Do you want heavy? (laughs) Being Jim Davis gets you heavy, baby! True. (laughs) Uh, This is something... Wait, let me get my back. Let me get back. Uh, My my name is Jesse (laughs) Cooper, and I'm Being Jim Davis. My name is Christopher Winter, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is James Hetfield, and I'm Jim Davis. It's Wednesday, it's Wednesday February 11th, 1981, and today we're reading the 900th and 90, sorry, the 969th ever Garfield strip. A rare a very, palindrome. A very nice palindrome as well. Hmm. Yes. Uh, so, uh, what happens in today's Garfield, Chris? Jesse, that is an excellent question. In today's Garfield, John Arbuckle's depression chair lives up to its name. Oh, by the way, mm. I forgot the bit that I was going to do. So, we have to catch up. Okay. 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 So, we're going to introduce... Oh, right! The, yeah. yeah, the pet force. Yeah, I have to... So, I'm going to do two oh, in one okay. go okay. Yeah, Fair do enough. two, and yeah. I will, if I feel like it, um, edit... Edit it so that the first one is on the last episode. Seems like you he'll probably do that. You don't have to lie to me, John. I said if I feel like it. <laughs> I feel like you are lying. It's not that he has that. to. He enjoys it. He's lying so, yeah, because I, he, as 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 you said, you know, like like you know, like I weirdly do sometimes enjoy editing a tiny bit. Mm-hmm. That's which the, is, that's which the is, amount which is, we edit, which is what makes it bearable. <laughs> So yeah, no, go for it, and you will see. I may, you know, I may not do anything. Okay, that's well, that makes it more interesting, right? Well, mm. the next uh, the suspense, next yeah, super powered Garfield character we're going to be talking about mm-hmm. is everyone's favorite dog. Some would say America's dog, but on George McFly's body. I mean, it's not my dog, so I can't say anything. Okay, um, but we're talking about odious. Oh right, yeah. Although utterly clueless, he possesses incredible strength, an ultra-slippery, slobbery, and super-stretchy stung tongue. One zap of his lethal wet tongue could cause a total mental breakdown in anyone he unleashes upon. Now, one thing I want to say. Lethal means kill, right? I, I believe so. Yep, that's correct. So, so does he electrocute everyone he licks? By this description, that's how it. That's how it sounds. Well, does it say mm. he can or he does? No, no. It says one zap of his lethal wet tongue. Mm. Yeah, it does sound. A, that's how it, it sounds. And it causes a total mental breakdown. Yeah, which means death. I think would be a breakdown as well. Jesse, so, I'm on the Pet Force wiki, and it does not mention anything about his tongue being lethal or wet. Well, I am going with the source material firsthand, <laughs> primary source, the book itself. Ooh. So, okay. you know, I, I, well prefer, I, prefer, I prefer that source. <laughs> 
And also, I'm going to see if this is the first edition. This does say that Odie, or excuse me, <clears throat> Odious is the dumbest of the pet force. Yes. He's <laughs> utterly clueless. That's what it says. So the next one, it some okay. would say the 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 member that brings a sex appeal. Mm. Oh. Yeah. We're talking Ir- about it's gonna, it's gonna be Starlene. Starlina. Oh. Okay. All right. Starlina. Sure. She, she sings a perfectly pitched siren mm. song. Parentheses. The meow that wows. <laughs> Anyone who hears her hypnotic song immediately falls into a trance. Except Garzuka. What, Sorry, what, the, what? the the uh, video wasn't on, but I did like a like a eyebrow raise. Oh, nice! Oh, I could hear it. Yeah. yeah, and some would say she definitely brings the sex appeal. I some, think that's fair. Some some would say that. Yeah. So yeah, I'm done with this bit for today. <laughs> <laughs> bit over. Yep. So, um, so yeah, let's talk about this. Uh, I would say uh, not bad comic strip. Okay. In panels one, two, and three, Garfield heard sits it into the first, chair. Folks, Garfield gets into the chair, sits down, and it collapses because of his enormous weight. He's thinking things the entire time. <laughs> yep. And uh, what he's thinking. I wish John wouldn't kid about me with... Sorry. I wish kid... Christ's sake. Okay. <laughs> I wish John wouldn't kid me about my weight. That was panel John. one. Hey, John. John! Maybe don't, John, don't kid with he, him about he his does weight. Not, he does not say, hey, John, at any point in today's strip. No, yeah, no, no I does, feel like that's what he's saying. No, it's. I'm pretty sure it's pointed directly towards you. I mean, yeah. He says, John, hey, hey, hey. I'm a very sensitive person, John. There's a lot going on here. (laughs) (laughs) And in this entire time, I think, uh, I think like Garfield is definitely drawn on model, Mm -hmm. which I appreciate uh, because in in the last one, which because he's drawn in model, I think is feels even better. Basically the, you know, the chair, like, kind of envelops him, almost yeah. like it's hugging him, being like, you know what, I I won't make fun of you like John does, but mm. uh, but uh, Garfield's thinking, eh, too, chair. Yeah, the chair, boy, this is a real, this one's really tragic when you put it that way. It's oh. like mm. the chair is anthropomorphic, it's like it's trying to comfort him, it's trying to cradle him in its arms and say, hey, is it, man. Is it really? I mean, I th- isn't, isn't it just that Garfield's really fat and it causes the chair to collapse? I mean, well, John, I mean, it, it so, depends on your point of view. I mean, that's the it's obvious all, it's all implication. It all depends on your point of view. So, so John, that's, that John is, that we're gonna, is, we're gonna, hey, John, we're the, that's what's being the, implied here. We're going to use the hermeneutic circle. Here. Look, Garfield is taking. <laughs> Gar- so, oh, okay. So, First yeah, mention of the hermeneutic okay. circle right. this week, uh, Chris. I know. You, so, I know you so. must be incensed that somebody else mentioned the hermeneutic circle. But, but no, no. Like actually, honestly, like, like honestly, John. Okay, this, is I'm, this I'm or excited. Is this not? Is this question or is this not an instance of Garfield <laughs> adopting the intentional stance? 
towards John <laughs> no, Arbuckle's that, depression. That chair. is that is actually true. Yeah, that's actually, that's actually true. He is. That is one hundred percent correct. Damn it! That's what's happening. So, so first off, your bullshit you spout actually applies to Garfield. Isn't that weird? It's so weird when you have that confluence. But when but, something you say is relevant, it's like what? What's yeah, going that on? is weird. So okay. I think me, so using the hermeneutic circle, both me and Chris's stance that the chair is comforting him. If you go back to the beginning mm-hmm. with that information. You know, I love to use the hermeneutic circle. So, so like, we, so, so we just go back. We know that, you know, he feels betrayed. I almost. use it like an inventory item in an adventure game. Designed by Ron Gilbert. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, but so so like the chair is seem seemingly trying to comfort him. But if you go mm-hmm. back to the beginning, the chair was there the entire time. Maybe even reading his thoughts about mm. he, he doesn't feel good. He's very sensitive. Yeah, about people talking about his weight, John. Hmm. Yeah, no, you have to go back to the. That's fair. You have to interpret the parts in light of the whole, and the whole in light of the parts. And I feel I feel like in this strip. <laughs> It, it's the chair, the depression chair. It's not. It's not there just to be sat on to be depressed. It's there to comfort mm. the people who mm. feel like they're down and they need a respite from the world, especially when people call him fat and just make him feel uncomfortable in his own body. Well, but then the tragic irony of this strip is that the very act of attempting to comfort Garfield, the chair just makes him feel worse. Yeah, and and I think I, I think this is because we don't, we are not able to see the chair think. Yeah, this is also notable. Hmm. Panel three is notable for being one of those um, panels where Garfield's tail really looks like a penis. <laughs> I wasn't going to mention that. I thought that would detract from my uh, detract from my point. But yes, it does look like a penis. Um, I mean, I does it? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's located in a more or less correct position. That's, I, what, I, I, that's I what I'm saying. So we didn't. I we don't didn't know that, that it really. It, I, we did say that it is his penis. We said it looks like. Yeah, a penis. looks like. Mm. Resembles John. It resembles, not a 100. percent I mean, in its behavior, perhaps, but not in its. I mean, ontology. I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't look like a penis to me. So you're saying. You're saying that uh, essence precedes existence. I'm saying, Chris, that is that is one of the precepts of our podcast, as you know. <laughs> I strongly uh, no. did. No, I strongly disagree with that. Well, it's too bad that you're on this podcast. I then. feel that existence precedes essence. <laughs> I feel like I don't. I don't no, think. You know I don't what? think this in. tale even you're has an ontology. John. I don't in. think it in. has essence, an ontology. Essence precedes existence. That's that's the mission statement of being Jim <laughs> Davis. <laughs> Surely the mission statement of this podcast was something about recording a podcast on every Garfield strip. That would You've that would, been that listening to Davis on the top most <laughs> podcasts on the internet. You can support the program by leaving a review on uh, Apple Podcasts. Why not visit the uh, the, the pod the thing, the the website being jimdavis.com. It definitely Sometimes sucks. It's hard to know. <laughs> <laughs> you can follow the, the show. You can follow the show on Twitter 
at being Jim Davis. Yeah. Uh, listen to my Marvel podcast at well, oh, Alphabet Flight. You can actually follow it on Twitter at Alphabet Flight. I sp- post pic- I post pictures and actually audiograms. Oh, nice! Ooh. You're also gonna you're also gonna want to subscribe to Creepy Critters, which is a podcast yes. exclusively about the late the former serial Crispy Critters. <laughs> yes, I definitely talk about that. By the time this episode <laughs> comes out, um, I'm going to be talking about probably like uh, fish hunks, where we talk about definitely we definitely talk about Shape of Water the entire time and about fucking fishermen. Have oh. you so, ever have you ever done a show about um, there was a there was a legendary like moose lion creature in the 1980s? That sounded like Jimmy Durante. Acha, cha, cha, cha. Thank That's you and good def- night. Yep. Uh, <laughs> bye. Bye forever. All right. <laughs> yeah, we'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> okay. Oh, Ooh. I forgot to plug. Good night. If you want to see pictures of my cat, you can go to at a marvelous mooch on Instagram. Oh yeah, you should do that. My cat's super cute. It's a and I sweet love ass, a lot. sweet ass cat. Aww. I'm gonna follow What's your this cat's cat? name? Dexter. He's named after the the cat with the most hate on Earth. <laughs> At DC. Dexter. Dexter, yes. podcast was brought to you by the pitch drop podcast network like what you just heard support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop and while you're at it check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows